Welcome to the Sonship and Sexuality Podcast. I'm Augustine Mendoza. Thanks for jumping into the discussion on the importance of sexual integrity in our generation today. My hope is that these short podcast episodes stir you, challenge you, and inspire you to take the next step in your journey of sexual integrity. Today, our episode is entitled, Others May, I May Not. This phrase comes from a piece by G.D. Watson. I've put the link uh, to this article in the bio to this episode, so check it out, read it as we kind of talk about a few pieces from it. I was introduced to this piece from a previous youth pastor of mine as I talked to him about being part of a generation that would pursue purity. I felt in that season, which was about late high school, that I should not listen to secular music and I needed to be very picky about the movies or shows that I was watching. I felt a conviction from the Holy Spirit to guard my heart, my mind, and my eyes. Yet I felt that it was really hard to do this because my other Christian friends weren't as convicted, weren't living with the same convictions in the same way that I was. I often questioned if I was being too legalistic about my sexual integrity. My youth pastor recommended this article, so listen to just a little snippet from this article named Others May, I May Not. If God has called you to be truly like Jesus in all your spirit, he will draw you into a life of crucifixion and humility. He will put on you such demands of obedience that you will not be allowed to follow other Christians. In many ways, he seems to let other people do things which he will not let you do. Skipping a little farther down, the Holy Spirit will put strict watch on you and with a jealous love rebuke you for careless words and feelings or for wasting your time, which other Christians never seem distressed over. Have you ever felt like this? Maybe you've run into this where you feel passionate about guarding your mind and so you choose not to listen to some types of music, but your friends would say to you, God doesn't want you to be legalistic. It's fine. You're being over the top about this. Or you might hear friends talking about the newest show or or movie on Netflix, that one that you feel convicted about seeing, and the thought in your head is that you should be able to handle it. It won't really affect you. It's not that big of a deal. Yet you still feel a conviction in your heart to stay away from that movie, show, music, whatever it is. If you ever felt this way, realize that you weren't meant to follow other Christians. You were created to follow Christ and listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Don't compare what you feel allowed to do to what other Christians are doing. Listen to the Holy Spirit for your life and let God deal with the hearts of others. Comparison is a killer of calling. Let me let me say that again. Comparison is a killer of calling in many different ways, but especially when comparison causes disobedience to the Holy Spirit. So let's go back to the article, listen to what G.D. Watson says about how to live in obedience and not in comparison. So make up your mind that God is an infinite sovereign and has a right to do as he pleases with his own, and that he may not explain to you a thousand things which may puzzle your reason in his dealings with you. That's so good right there. Skipping a little farther down, settle it forever. You are to deal directly with the Holy Spirit. He is to have the privilege of tying your tongue or chaining your hand or closing your eyes in ways which others 
are not dealt with. So let's let's bring it back. Let's, let's bring it back to home. Here's how you keep an others may, I may not mentality. Remind yourself that you aren't living a lifestyle of comparison. You're living a lifestyle of obedience. Don't let other people be your source of conviction. Make the Holy Spirit your source of conviction. Now, I'm not talking about ignoring wisdom from those in biblical authority over you or ignoring the standards of God's word. But I am talking about your peers or those around you that may be Christians, may be really good people, but haven't felt the conviction or the call that you have felt. There can be and there is a difference between God telling you something to challenge an audience with and God telling you something to challenge you personally with. We have to know the difference. For example, my last two years of high school, I felt deep conviction to stop watching sex scenes in movies or TV shows when they came on the screen, when I was watching a show and they just came up, I I felt like I needed to turn away as well as to stop listening to certain R&B and rap artists' music that I really enjoyed during high school, but that were really degrading my mind. Those things were triggers of my old pornography habit, and they ultimately took my mind to places where I knew the Lord was not honored. The Holy Spirit told me to give those things up. So I did, and I I used a lot of my running strategies. Check out that previous episode, just some really practical strategies on how to get out of some um, tempting or uh, situations where your convictions are tried. Um, So I I used a lot of the running strategies when sex scenes came on in, in, in TV shows or in movies, or instead of working out to rap music, I worked out without music. And my wife, Allie, would say that's crazy to work out without music, but actually developed a really cool way of um, allowing my workout to kind of help shape and guard my mind. That when I was working out, I was filling it with growth and honestly dialoguing with the Lord a little bit while I was lifting weights or while I was running. You see, others may watch that show, but I cannot. Others may watch that movie, but I cannot. Others may listen to that artist, that music, that group, I cannot. To this day, I still don't like to watch sex scenes in movies or shows. I feel conviction about it. I have to turn away or guard my eyes. And although I listen to some rap music again, I often work out to Christian rap or instrumental tracks or nothing at all. Why? Because I'm serious about guarding what is in my mind. The point I'm trying to make in this example is this, that your conviction isn't about other people. I had to know God's challenge of obedience to me. Other people told me I was being too legalistic, but I knew I was just trying to be obedient. I never once put my conviction on others, but when others asked for my advice, I told them what was helping me and how I had a pure mind and how I guarded my eyes. And often it did help the person asking, but my place was to be obedient, not a finger pointer. See, we have to allow the Lord to make room in that person's heart for conviction to happen. And more often than not, that comes through your example, not through you pointing out the things that they're doing that aren't pure. Live as a pure example and people will ask you about your purity. As we finish up today's episode, let me challenge you with the words of Jesus from Luke 12, verse 48, when he said, From everyone to whom much has been given, much will be required. 
And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. Realize, if you're a young adult, if you're a young person, that you are called to a great purpose in a career, in a family, in community, and as you represent Christ in all areas of your life, you are called to a great calling, a great purpose. If God asks things of you that seem to be unique to you, that other people may not feel the same calling or conviction to, either for a season or indefinitely, just say yes to your King, to your Lord. If you profess to be a Christian, means number one, you're, you're following Christ, and in following Christ, you are submitting to Christ. Remember, we sing all these worship songs of God, I surrender. Well, part of surrendering means I may not understand why others can do these things and I cannot. I feel that deep conviction, but I choose to honor. I choose to submit. I choose to surrender. And if you mean that, if you really give your life to God and you don't just sing it in songs, but you live that as a believer, then God will honor you for that. God will honor you for your for your obedience. And just know, man, everything that the world says is awesome isn't necessarily awesome. And the pleasures of this world are fleeting, but man, we're running for a crown that will never fade. Know that he is worthy and your call is worth it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sonship and Sexuality Podcast. Until next time, I I encourage you and I challenge you to live according to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And maybe you don't know what that is yet. Maybe you need to pray, Holy Spirit, what areas do you want to convict me in? And again, remember, conviction should draw us to Jesus. Condemnation draws us away from Jesus and says you're not worthy to be in his presence. Conviction says I want to be more like Jesus. So what needs to change in my life so I can become more like him? So ask the Holy Spirit. I promise you he will tell you how he can help transform your life to make you look more like Jesus even if that means that others may and you may not.